Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi, coach, and welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I am so glad that you're here. And today I am welcoming a very special guest, Sabila Ribeiro. And let me tell you, oh, Sabila, did I pronounce your last name right? Ah, yes, you did. Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay. Um, And let me tell you a little bit about her. So as you coaches know, I will tell you Sabila's official bio. Let me read it to you. And then I'll tell you a little bit about her. Because I think that that's what's important here is the conversation between people so that you feel connected to her. And then you understand why I've invited her to be on the podcast. So here's her official bio. Sabila is a brand and website designer and strategist. She helps service providers, content creators, coaches, and online entrepreneurs plan, design, build, tell, and sustain their success stories and online presence through an inspiring website, a unique brand, and smart marketing strategies. She's also the creator of two online programs. One is called Rock Your Website. And the second is Build Your Brand Kit. And she has an amazing free online brand quiz called What's Your Visual Brand Style? And that quiz has been taken by over 18,000 entrepreneurs to help them narrow down their brand style. So that's her official bio. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Sabila. She is one of the few online entrepreneurs that I have met in person. And I met her through a couple of events, live events that I attended with Amy Porterfield. And here's when I first saw Sabila. She was sitting on the floor in a foyer in a hotel lobby with her computer open on a coffee table. So there she is. She's sitting on the floor. She's a grown woman and she's working on her computer and there's a group of people around her and they are all laughing. And you know what she's doing? She's helping them. They're not her paying clients. This is a woman who has a huge, generous heart. And then once I got to know her, I found out that she has had a web design business 
when you were 19 years old, Sabila, like she started a massive web design business at 19. So let me introduce you to her. Warm-hearted, generous, kind, always wanting to give somebody a helping hand and super fun to be with. Sabila, welcome to She Coaches Coaches. Hello there, Candy. It's it's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm very excited to have this awesome conversation. Did you remember that? Do you remember that time when we were in San Diego and you were on that floor and there was people and you were helping them all? It was so much fun. <laughs> I do remember that time. I also remember we were all exhausted because this was after a very long day of the conference. It was like nine o'clock at night. I do remember that very yeah. well. And I had forgotten that that's how uh, you saw me first. <laughs> you might that. not have known. I was kind of watching and I don't even know that I knew you. And I was like, look at her. She's <laughs> helping all these people like any question you would help them. And and actually then say, pass me your computer. And then you would just do it for them. Right. Like it was amazing. So it's pretty fun. I love that. Um, so let's just dive in here. We're going to talk a little bit about coaches and websites and probably touch a little bit as well on branding. Can we start with when does a new coach need a website and what's the purpose of a website for a coach? Okay, so basically, I believe that a coach and any online entrepreneur, basically, they need a website because that will be their primary online uh, representation of their brand um, and of their services. It's basically their online home, their online hub. Um, so, and I and I believe that with a website, you you're able to tell the world <laughs> basically who you are, who you serve, and how they can contact you. And when I say the world, I really mean it, especially with this whole pandemic thing that we just been through. Uh, how people realize that they can reach way beyond um, their neighborhood and their city. I mean, you could be a coach to someone literally across the world. So mm. I think the website, having a website would definitely help you. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know that I'm Canadian and I have one Canadian client and everybody else that I work with is spread all over the globe people in Europe, people in lots of people in the US, some in Australia. And so there's a place that a website holds in somebody's business. What's the value of that for a new coach? The value of a website, you mean? Yeah, Having for, for a brand new coach. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I believe that um, it really depends on where you're starting your, your coaching business. Um, if, like you said, if you're brand new and, and you're still trying to feel the waters, uh, you might want to just stick with maybe social media to contact people and reach out to people. Um, but I would caution on, um, just using that for a long time. Um, and the reasoning behind this is that, um, as you we were talking prior to this, I the reasoning behind this is that. On social media, even though, of course, we all know that millions of people access any type of social media platform nowadays, be it Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, which, whichever it is, um, you only reach that group of people. And it's not always, you're always dependent on the algorithm. Uh, is it going to be 
you know, there for them? Are they really going to see it if they follow you? As with a website, you having that website, you're literally out there for all the billions of people in the world. Everybody can access it. And then, and that's where, that's where they'll probably um, look for you and search for someone like you or for someone that has the same type of services you do and um, offer the, those services for that, for them specifically, because that's what they're going to look for. And, um, and the other thing too, is with social media, as I'm sure everybody probably already heard this, it's not your, it's not your land. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, whatever you own there might not be there, you know, the next day. And, I believe that we've been through this. I have, I'm not exactly sure how many times, but I do know that in the past two years, Instagram has gone blank, right? A few times. (laughs) And a lot of people that only do business through Instagram or even through Facebook, Facebook also went down for a while. I do remember this. Um, It's, it hurts them. So uh, if you have, you know, if you have your hub, your, your website where people can go and land and, and contact you through there, either through a simple button that they can simply, you know, book a call with you or a, a contact form when they can uh, fill it out and email it to you. That's definitely a more, um, it's, I think I would say that's definitely more um, solid than just yeah. relying on social media. So even if you're starting and you're still like feeling the waters, it's okay if you just want to do social media, but do that for just a while, you know, maybe three months, six months tops, and then, you know, start planning, you know, your, what you want to do past that. I mean, having a website or maybe just a page, some something like a holding page that could just have um, your, your, an image of you, of course, a picture of you, um, your name, what you do, who you serve and a way to contact you. Yeah. So you and I were talking a little bit before we pressed record, and it really feels like there's three phases for a new coach. So a brand new coach probably doesn't need to be building a really robust, complicated website. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. That time that they would be trying to make everything lovely, pretty, aesthetically pleasing with perfect words, they could be out there making connections, building relationships and signing clients and actually coaching people and then making money (laughs) as a coach. So doing, doing the thing that they really want to do. So brand new coach, instead of focusing in heavily on a website, focus on getting clients. And then you talked about a holding page and it feels like a brand new coach could just start on social media for a short period of time, but it's kind of like coach surfing, right? Like, sure, we can travel around the world coach surfing, but that's got a limited scope. So now let's go from just using social media to something like a holding page or a landing page feels like the second zone. And then after that, once you've made it through that landing page time, maybe at that point you have evolved enough as a business owner to actually want a website. Does that sound about right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I think that um, what what most of us as starting any type of businesses and and thinking about websites, sometimes we go and we do website surfing and we look at all these pretty websites and or the bad websites. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, we do some of the envy, you know, oh, I'd love to have a website like that. Or, oh, my God, I don't want that one. <laughs> and we end up, I believe that some of us, I'd say most of us, end up going through, like, going down the rabbit hole on that. And and then at one point you feel overwhelmed. You feel like you have to have all of that stuff. And that's totally not true. You can um, You can start off with what... I would call the landing page, but you could call also call it the holding page. And this page could be as simple as literally looking like a business card where you have, instead of just your name, you would have your a picture of you, your name, who you serve and, you know, your services, who you serve and, you know, a way for them to contact you. That would be the simple one. And then you, you could go from there, you could go to a a landing page where you would you would kind of like split it into sections where you know the top part would pretty much say what I just you know what I just mentioned that would be like something like who I am you know who I serve and here's how to contact me but as you scroll down you can get more information about your your services so if you have like three types of services or if you have one service you want to explain it a little bit more you know I think I'd say just you know don't go over a paragraph or two and then uh, a little bit about you, if you want to give them a little bit of a background, a little bit of a bio, and then definitely start, I know, end with a way to contact you again. You want to repeat that on that page. So even that holding page could be as simple as, you know, three things and or, you know, in different sections and, and just diving a little bit more. So that will be your, I'd say, like your second phase. Okay. Your website. Yeah. And then I know that... Um... You know, so now you've graduated from couch surfing on just Insta or <laughs> um, and now you have your own, you know, first bachelor apartment. <laughs> and then so and and I like this, this, that there's flexibility within there. It could be as simple as your picture, a button to book a call and basically your I help statement. You know, hi, I'm Candy. I help new coaches start their coaching business and sign paying clients. And that's it. That's all you need. So instead of spending all this time trying to create something that's as beautiful as some of those other coaches who, for all you know, have been in the business for 10 years, they're not brand new. So then you've got that. You can phase it into something that's even a little bit more robust. But then what happens when you want to, say, add a blog or add a podcast, or start to build out that online home? What's the next phase after that? Yeah, okay. So after that, definitely the next phase would be for you to um, grow into different pages. So now your one-page website, let's call it like that, um, would have links to different pages. So for example, now if you, you're going to um, go into a page where you can definitely go into more of a, bi a biography of who you are, how you do it, how you can serve them. That will be your about page. Um, and then you could definitely have a services page if you do have extensive services. Or that's one thing that I also talk to my clients and students is it's always a great thing for you to create packages of your services. Um, so you can offer them as packages. I mean, we call it just packaging up your service a little bit. It, you don't have to like be so specific and and have a price for each, but at least when people come to your website and they visit and they want to learn more about how, how you can help them, 
they can see that there are different ways that you can help them. So, you know, we kind of call it like package it up a little bit. So that will be your services page. And you definitely want to have a contact page. So that contact form that I talked about that you could have on your holding page, you would move that to a contact page where people would just go in there and 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 contact you through there. Now, in that's in this contact form, you could do a contact form or you could literally just have a book me, uh, you know, book book a, a quick call with me in, in even in that page too, or all over your website. You don't have to just have it on the contact, the contact form. Now the other, and this is something that I want to bring up because um, we actually didn't bring this up before, but it's important too. If, if you're, if you're going to gather information about your, about the person that's coming to your website, let's say in this case, a contact form, or there's a call called, you know, call me, I'm, I'm sorry, book a call to action button you want to definitely have a privacy policy uh, page on your website. That's something that a lot of people forget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like leave it. Oh, I'll deal with that later. You know, <laughs> it's but they're not the cushions of your of your couch. They're actually your couch. It's almost like you need that. That's important. Um, even if people don't actually visit, that's important to have those. So um, and then again, I would start off with that before going into podcast pages and blog pages. Um, I definitely go for the what we call a static page, which is just that information that you have there. Then you can, you know, dive into maybe blogging, maybe podcasting and, and showing your podcast episodes on on a different page. Again, a website can grow. Um, there's and this is like I think this is for me, I've always said this is the beauty of having a website. You're not stuck with a brochure type of a printed, you know, like a printed brochure when we used to have have, like years ago uh, where you just, you create this beautiful brochure and you print it. And then, you know, six months later, the whole company changed or values changed or the services changed. And, oh my God, you have to redo the whole thing. It's not like that. That's one of the beauties of having a website. It's that, you know, whatever, if anything changes, if you want to change the packaging of your services, if you want to, you know, if you want to add something to your biography, to your your about page, or even if you want to add another field to your form, it's easy. It's something that um, that you can just do, you know, either yourself or have or hire someone if you want to hire hire someone to do it. But but the most important thing here is that we have to think about a website is never ever complete and done, and you know, like and you just kind of like leave it there. It's always something that grows or changes or evolves. So again, you can have a small website, like I mentioned in our second phase, like a landing page that with a holding page or grow into something that you have, you know, five, six, seven, 10 pages. Right. And, and I think that for the, you know, for the people listening to this, what I would love you to take away is to hear that first off, your website is dynamic. It's never done and forgotten. It's always evolving and growing depending on where you are. And that your website doesn't have to start out as a big, complicated thing where you're spending time doing that instead of coaching your clients. So people who want to be coaches want to coach clients. They don't want to be web designers. And when they are ready to have a website, working with somebody like Sabila is going to help make it a lot easier. So don't try and do it on your own. Get out there and connect with somebody who you know can guide you through it. So notice that this is an evolution. We start with 
just sign some clients, maybe even just use social media, then graduate to a landing page or holding page, and then maybe expanding that to have more sections. So now you have a one page approach. And then when you're at that point, then you can expand and grow a much more robust website. But there's a spot for everybody in the evolution of your coaching business. So Sibilo, um, before we hit record, I really liked the approach that you said about the goal. Like, what is the goal of my website? And so maybe talk a little bit about that, like how people will be able to identify their goals so then they know what the right solution is for them right now. Sure. Okay, so this is something that I emphasize a lot. Having a goal is very important. I mean, we all have a goal, of course, for our business, but your website also needs a goal. And if we go even beyond that, even even each page has a goal. But let's go, let's start off with your website. So what's the goal of your website in the beginning? Um, you have to identify that at first. So here I am, I'm thinking, you know, let's think about an example of a coach that um, moved on from, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like the social media surfing? <laughs> yes, coach surfing. Coach <laughs> surfing. <laughs> That it's like, okay, I'm done with uh, Instagram, photo, um, uh, Facebook, or LinkedIn, whatever. And now I'm ready to actually put together um, a page, just a page for my, so I could be online and access accessible to everyone. Once you do that, you have to figure out what is your main goal in that first step. So for example, you can say, okay, my main goal is just so that people can find me. So if they type in my name, if they know me by name, of course, if they type in my name, they can find my website, meaning they can find a page where there's a picture of me and there is a about me section or I help, you know, I had the I help part of, of right. the of the content. You might not even want to have a, a contact form, for example, you might just want to have a button that leads them for them to book a call with you. So again, it's all about the goal. So do you want them to contact you directly and email you? Then, you know, make sure you have a contact form. I think contact forms are better than just adding your email to your page because then you end up getting a lot of spam Mm -hmm. through like spam bots. So you don't want to, you don't want to do that. It's it's preferable to use a form. Um, And so again, so if if that's what you want, okay, my goal is I want to get emails from my website. So you definitely need a form. So if, and if you say, okay, my goal is for people to find me and directly try to book a call with me, then you definitely just need a button for people to click and book a call with you, go through your, your scheduling um, tool, whichever tool you use. But you can also say, okay, my goal is I want people to find me and I want them to learn more about me. I want them to, before they contact me, before they do anything, I want them to know what kind of services I have. So when they contact me, they're pretty much ready to book. So that in, in that case, you might want to you know, explain a, bit, a little bit more about your services. You might need, you know, a, a bit of a, a bit of a longer page. So again, the goals change. That's not, you know, you might have, you might start off with something very simple as I just want them to click on the book a goal um, to something like, I want them to, you know, read my blog, you know, listen to my podcast. So <clears throat> again, it's all about your goals. I mean, there's a goal too, like you can say, I want, I want to gather, I want to create a list. I want to have a list of people that I can email every week or I can send them my podcast. 
whatever that is. Then you, once you know that that's what you want, you'll know that you pretty much need, I'm going to say a funnel, but I'm not sure if I don't want to scare anybody by saying yeah. a funnel. Like, oh my it's a funnel? not even a four letter word, that funnel. <laughs> no, right? Like, oh my God, funnel? What do I do with the funnel? Okay. So a funnel would just pretty much be, you know, a, a series of pages. And sometimes it's just one or two page, one or two pages that people go through to um, get into your email list. So let's say there's a landing page and that landing page could be your website, could be that first page anyway. And from that page, you could send them to another page where there's a form for them to sign up to get emails from you. So that's another page. And then once they sign up, they hit send, they, you know, they send their email, they send their information to you. And then they go to another page, which is a thank you page. That's your funnel, basically. So you start off with one page, go to a second, go to a third, you know, there's definitely more complex funnels, but this would be the the simple one. So again, it all depends on your, on your, on your goal. But I think that once you, once you decide what you want to do, it's definitely easier to, to create that page or that website, whatever that is, and not kind of, (laughs) um, let's say, you know, (laughs) go down different roads and try different things. Because if you start something without a plan, you don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hard to, to figure out what you really want, because you're going to see other, other websites, you're going to see other examples that you want, you might want to mirror. But at the same time, it's just because they're, they're either pretty or they're interesting, but it, they don't really serve your goal. So you have to always stick with a goal, whatever that is. Perfect. I love that. So just as we wrap up here, I just want to summarize because we've covered a lot. So the first thing is what a website is not an end goal. It doesn't, it's not something that you do it and then it's done. A website is dynamic and it grows and evolves with you based on where you are in your coaching business. That's the first thing. The second is that ask yourself the purpose of your website. Do I want people just to see my face and to potentially book a call to see if we might coach together? Or do I have another purpose? Maybe a purpose where I want to be building a community, uh, getting gathering emails so that I can email people weekly to share information with them and then create more of a relationship so that then they might eventually become a client. So what's the goal of the website? So often I know like a brand new coach might look at a whole bunch of websites, like you said, and then think that the website is the website is the goal, but the website is the tool and the path to take you to the goal. And so Sibila, I really think that that's important. That's important ground that you've covered um, for people here. Um, Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head. <laughs> it's a lot. And and what it's important for people to understand is that, again, like you said, having a website is not the goal. The goal is using that tool, which will be your website, which is a marketing tool, to help you reach a goal. And your website can grow, can grow with your business. doesn't have to be five pages or 5,000 pages, you could start off with one page, with one section. So it's important to keep that in mind because we do get overwhelmed. It's very easy to get overwhelmed, especially when you start off 
with, oh my gosh, I need to buy a domain name. What do I do next? Oh, I need to do this. And then oh, what tool am I going to use? It, it, there's a lot of moving pieces that um, commonly overwhelm us. It's very common. I mean, it even mm. does with me after all these years. <laughs> Right. But once you know and you understand that that website, that piece, that that piece of marketing that you're going to work on is it could be just as simple and just as complicated as you want it to make. <laughs> that's where you got that's where, you know, you should stick, you know, stick with. I mean, again, thinking about your goal, thinking about what you want to do and stick with that in the beginning, because once you reach that, once you get to that point and you literally, for example, just have that one page on and it starts working it's it's almost like you want to literally like open a champagne and celebrate for three days because yeah. it's a huge step, you know, to yes. to for that to work. And then after that, it's almost like you got past that first that first bump. I'd say that first part of overwhelm. And then also, it's almost like now you can do anything, <laughs> you know, after I have that first step, it's like oh, now I can do anything and just take mm-hmm. it easy and just go, you know, one step at a time instead of overwhelming yourself with everything that other coaches might have. And like you said before, sometimes we look at websites and other coaches in this case, and you don't realize that they've been doing this for a long, long, long time. So what they have now is not what they had when they started. Exactly. Exactly. So Sabila, thank you so much for joining us. And for the listeners, how can they find out more about you? Okay, well, they can go to my website. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I'm sure you're probably going to have this on the show notes. I know my name is very hard to <laughs> to uh, spell. So I'm going to just say sibularibero.com. Um, and in that website, you can, you know, there you can just learn a little bit about me. And um, if you want to take my quiz, you can do that as well. You can also fill out a form, contact me if you want. You can book a call with me. There's lots of things that you can do in that website. But that's basically where you can get more information about me. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we finally got together and did this. Yeah. Yes, I know. (laughs) I feel the same way. All right, everybody. So thanks for joining She Coaches Coaches for another week. And I will be back and talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.